What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Trail Tales. My name is Kyle O'Grady. I'm a thru-hiker, I'm a peakbacker, I'm a huge hiking nerd. I'm also a weirdo, uh, and I'm getting weirder with every introduction I record for this podcast. Uh, every single week on the show, I chat with other thru-hikers and other peakbackers and other hiking nerds about their experiences on the trail. Russell Korfman is back on the show, and I say back because... He is a previous guest from a long time ago. We'll, we'll get into that at the very start of the episode, but um, I'm super stoked to welcome him back. He's hiked the PCT. He's done a bunch of other stuff. He's a West Coaster, uh, so it's a little bit different than me over here in the uh, in the green tunnel, so to speak. We do talk quite a bit about some West Coast hiking, and we also talk quite a bit at the beginning of the episode about trail names and the weirdness of them and how some people like Russell actually don't take trail names not because he has anything against them but just because you you'll have to just listen to understand what i'm talking about i'm not going to do him justice by explaining it now Uh, but yeah trail names are a cool little discussion we have and uh, it was just fun it's always fun these episodes are always great and russell is a longtime supporter of my content which i really appreciate so russell thank you very much for coming on it was awesome I gotta say a few things here and then we'll get into the episode. I'll make it quick, I promise. Uh, 46 Climbs is back. I've had a few people reach out to me asking if I've started my 46 Climbs team yet. And I'll have more details. If you don't know what this is, if, uh, don't worry about it for now. I'll have more details on it in the near future. But I just wanted to say real quick here, if you do know what 46 Climbs is and you want to join my, uh, my, my winning team again this year because our team raised the most money last year, I uh, shouldn't say my team. Our team raised the most money last year. Um, if you want to hop in on that, again, uh, I just launched my team. I will have a link to it in the show notes. It's the Kyle Hates Hiking team, but of course that encompasses folks who listen to Trail Tales as well. Um, so please go join that. I'll, I'll have more details on it later if you don't know. Yeah, I already said that. If you don't know what it means, just 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 hang in there for a few more weeks. Um, also, if you want to help support this show, Patreon is the best way to do it. Once again, uh, I have it under the Kyle Hates Hiking name, but... It, it's, it still helps support Trail Tales as well. It's not just the YouTube thing. So go to patreon.com slash Kyle Hates Hiking. Just a couple bucks a month. You'll get to you'll get to just show your support for this. You'll get a, a direct line to me if you want to ask me questions or whatever. That being said, I usually reply to all my Instagram messages and emails and stuff anyways. But uh, yeah, just it's a great way to help support the show. Patreon.com slash Kyle Hates Hiking. Let's get into it. Here we go. Episode number 114, which is a very big number. Uh, my chat with Russell Korfman. Episode number 114. I am very excited and uh, thankful to have a repeat guest, uh, Russell Korfman. Russell, how's it going? Very good. Nice to be here, Kyle. So, some of you, if, if you've been binging Trail Tales recently, and you've been listening to like all the backlog of episodes, um, you might remember Russell. If you've just listened to all the episodes at any point in time, uh, hopefully you remember Russell. Uh, he's a he's a what I would like to call an OG Trail Tales guest because Russell was on episode number fourteen. Of Trail Tales. That's right, exactly 100 episodes ago. Um, way back Pretty in... scary. I know. It, no, it is. It must have been... Was it late 2018 at that point? Or was it early 2019 at that point? I think we recorded in January. 
January 2019. Damn, that's crazy. Well, Russell, welcome back. Um, I also got to give a, a, a huge thank you and shout out to Russell because he's been um, a longtime supporter of the show, not just in the fact that he was a guest and that he listens, but he was a, a, a Patreon supporter as well. Um, always super active on there, super engaged. Like, I, know, I know I see your comments on YouTube as well, Russell. Um, and I appreciate all that support. And so honestly, it's, it's, it's awesome to have you back on here. And, uh, Russell's also hiked a lot of cool stuff, which we're going to get into. Um, but anyways, yeah, man, I, I just really appreciate you all the support for sticking around for so long. Um, and just for coming back on. Uh, yeah, I really appreciate it. Well, I've always enjoyed your show and, uh, it's fun, different perspective for me since I'm an older guy and you're a young guy. So (laughs) (laughs) for now. I'm young for now. I don't feel yeah. young anymore. I'm like 25. That's, I guess that's, I guess it's kind of young still, but I don't know, man. Um, how yeah. did you, how, how did you find trail to, cause you, cause this was back before I even had the YouTube channel. And I know a lot of people that listen now, not all of them, but a lot of people that listen now found it because of my YouTube channel. So how, and, and cause back then in January of 2019, I was getting probably like I don't remember exactly, but I was probably getting like less than a hundred or maybe around a hundred downloads per episode. Um, how did you find my show? Do you even remember? Um, I saw it somewhere, but at that time I, I had just hiked the PCT, like finished that fall. And, uh, I was just kind of getting, you know, morning not being on the trail anymore and stuff and i started looking at podcasts i'd never really listened to podcasts before even while um, you were on the pct yeah i never listened to anything on the pct so yeah not even music or anything when i'm hiking wow okay interesting yeah and uh so yeah i thought i well let's see what those are about and I can't remember how I heard about yours, but maybe I just searched for it. Yeah, maybe you were just scrolling through or something. I feel like that's yeah. probably the way a lot of people found it back then. Um, there wasn't a lot of hiking podcasts at the time. I mean, there was maybe a handful. It's a lot so, more now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of crazy like how it's changed just in the past few years because like, there's definitely more podcasts. This, I mean, there was a decent amount of YouTube channels back then, but I feel like a lot of them were still relatively new around the time I started mine. And I don't know, it's definitely exploded. Even since I started YouTube, I feel like I haven't even been doing YouTube that long. I guess it's been like a year and a half now, but it's like, I don't know, even since I first started, I feel like things have started to kind of change a little bit. I've noticed, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. There, are, there are definitely more. There's um, definitely more. The a lot more people are vlogging their hikes and yeah, stuff like that. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, yeah. So right before we started recording, everybody, I asked Russell to remind me of his trail name. And he told me he didn't have one. And that was – I don't know why. I, th- I I've said this before. I think trail names are kind of goofy. I'm not hating on trail names, but, you know, sometimes sometimes they're a little, a little over the top. But I was just surprised to hear that you – like you hiked the PCT and you didn't, you, it sounds like you could have taken one, but you didn't take a trail name. Is that correct? Yeah, it is. So I was offered a couple and maybe even three on the PCT. Um, the first one, I liked the trail name, but I really didn't like the backstory, the reason for it. What, what was it? Uh, we we got to go through them now, Russell. Yeah, yeah. I opened that up. So <laughs> it was... Um, 
Uh, gosh, what is it now? Um, microburst. Microburst, yeah. That's kind of a cool name. That's a really cool. Yeah, the name was okay, but yeah, the story behind it is what's the what's the story? Kind of embarrassing. So I, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a poop story basically. So, <laughs> this podcast so, is no stranger to those. Yeah, so it was early in the PCT, so I think day seven or eight or something. So basically, there's this place called Mike's Place where you can go and get water, and they cook beets and stuff like that. So I stopped there and stayed there for probably longer than I ought to have and then left and we hiked up and camped on this saddle up on the ridge and it was just blowing. The wind was just really blowing. And um, But I just set up cowboy camp and camped at night and stuff and mm-hmm. I was like afraid to get up and go pee or anything because it was so windy um, that I was afraid, you know, my air mattress or quilt or pillow or whatever would just blow away. And um, so that morning, <laughs> as has to happen when you go um, backpack, I don't know why, the more nights you're out, the worse it gets. But um, <laughs> I had to, you know, had an emergency in the morning and I couldn't go run and take care of business because it was so windy so by the time i secured everything and stuff and got out there there was just a little you know a little microburst <laughs> yeah holy shit literally so then so then later on in the day we hiked to this place called mary's place and she's got an east setup you've probably seen it there's like um in pictures there's a picture of john muir and Thoreau and i forget the other man um pictures and some other things and she's got like a little shower that she can use like a mm. outhouse shower so i went in there and, and um, just cleaned up a little bit and <laughs> everybody everybody kind of gave me a bad time about that so yeah that was uh i can understand one. why you didn't take that one um yeah i'm sure there's yeah. a lot of people out there that would have no shame at all and, and be like fuck it like yeah i'll take it and then they would explain it for the rest of their hike and they wouldn't care. But um, yeah. if it were me, I probably wouldn't have taken that one. Or, or so, maybe I would have taken it and then just made up a story or some shit. <laughs> or <laughs> just not better. offer it. Yeah. yeah. Or just like, yeah, I don't want to tell you. It's a secret. I, I think the main reason, though, is I guess I've been around so long. I don't – some people consider their life on the trail. They're a different person. They're the trail person. And I don't separate – myself or my existence as being different on the trail as opposed to anywhere else so mm. that interesting you know you're I, kind I of right feel like, the need for for a, a trail name because of that I, I i i understand what you're saying yeah i haven't really thought about it like that before to be honest but it is kind of that's a, that's an interesting thought because Man, my head is my gears are just like spinning like crazy right now. I don't even know what I'm saying. It's like, a, I, I, what am I saying? Kyle, get it together here. Uh, Narnar, get it together here. Um, yeah, there you go. I feel like <laughs> both of you get it together. Uh, no, I feel like I'm not really like a, a different person, but for some reason, yeah, I still know what you mean. Like, so I don't know. I, I've always been weird about trail names. Uh, maybe not always, but. Definitely on the AT towards the end. At the beginning, I was totally fine with it. But um, towards the end, and I've said this before, 
which I've, I'm starting to realize that on every single episode of Trail Tales now, I, at some point I say, I've said this before, or I've said this in previous episodes. Um, so drink every time I say that, everybody. But um, I don't know. I, by the end of the, the AT, I was getting kind of weird with trail names. I don't, I don't know what it is. Trail names are, they're interesting. Um, but people yeah. fucking love trail names. Like people get so oh, into it. For like sure. People just absolutely, I feel like maybe it's almost refreshing for a lot of people who, especially maybe early on in a through hike, especially if this, if if it's their first one, they, uh, they might just be like extra stoked. Like they got this fresh new name. It almost is like they're a fresh, like new person, right? Like it, like yeah. that is kind well, of, it, and, and like, I could see how that's exciting for, especially first time through hikers, you know? Exciting. And it can also be an affirmation that they are a real hiker now. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, that's a great point. That's a great point. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, some people, it's like, okay, I really made it now. I've got a trail. I've got my trail name. Yeah. And they pro- and, and, and a lot of the, the people probably like go into it, like just like really stoked to get their trail name. Um, and it was a little bit different for me cause I got mine so young and like, I'm pretty, I probably knew about them, but I wasn't like out there like really thinking about it. And then it just kind of happened, but I'm sure there's a lot of people that, especially that maybe start like the AT and the PCT that are just like, just itching to get their, tra- I mean, Christ, I see, I see posts on Facebook with, of people like already like choosing their trail names before they even start and stuff. So not, you yeah. know, not that it matters. Like I'm not trying to, yeah. not trying to hate on people. You can do whatever the hell you want. It's just a stupid trail. Sure, name, but sure. It's, another, it's... another thing for me though, was I had done a lot of hikes before the PCT and there was really never a place where I would have gotten a trail name in those other hikes. Right. So I, I sectioned hiked the Arizona trail and and I had a few like hundred mile stints on on it, but there was never really. I'm not around other hikers or anything, so there's no reason to get a trail name. And and the other longest trail I had done was was a Colorado trail before that, and really wasn't around anybody for any amount of time. Yeah, not a day or two. So so there really was. So I had had already done quite a lot of. Uh, through hiking, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, before that, and I didn't have a trail name, so it. Will, I always already felt I was a long distance hiker, um, and before I started the PCT, and I had lived as a long distance hiker for so long already. I guess I didn't really feel the need. Mm-hmm. That makes or, sense. I can yeah. I can see that because it's like once you've done enough miles, just as yourself. Then all of a sudden, people are trying to give you a trail name. You're like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just Russell. I can see that. Um, yeah. Have you ever given anybody else a trail name? No, I haven't. Have you ever tried? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's just not a thing for me, I guess. And so yeah, I don't see people think, oh, what could their trail name? Yeah, be? yeah, that's kind of weird, I guess. <laughs> and, and I guess it's maybe because it's not an important thing to me like just the other other people so i just don't think of that you know yeah um some people are just wired for that like just for coming up with like creative and goofy names or sometimes the the situation is just so obvious that like that has to be a suggestion but yeah i'm not i'm not like going around just like constantly like oh like what can i what can i name this person or whatever Um, i mean there's some really good ones and there's some really fitting trail names you know i hiked for the first 
a good chunk of time on the PCT with a guy, and his trail name was Hillbilly, and he got it when he hiked the AT like 20 years earlier or something like that. And but his he grew up in Chapel Hill, and his name's William. So Hill Billy is like oh the yeah name there for you him, go right <laughs> yeah yeah so and and then there's just some other names that are really really good. Um, and then there's yeah. the like the really common ones. Um, what are some of the the ones that like you hear all the time? I don't know anything with bear. I feel like I've met a lot of like bear baits. Because like maybe they're like a bear got their food and then like I'm just saying, no offense Florida, if that's your trail name on the Florida Trail it'd be like gator bait or gator, something. gator bait snake bait <laughs> <laughs> fucking panther panther bait there's panthers in southern southern Florida I'm pretty sure I don't know if they're near the Florida Trail but yeah I'm trying to think I can't think of any of the other obvious ones but like you know them when you hear them like uh, a turtle I feel like that's one I've heard a lot. Um, and again, I, like no offense if this is your trail name. Yeah. I'm trying to... <laughs> well, depending on the shoes, you might get peanut. And... Yeah, yeah, something like that. But yeah, I, I, I don't. Th- I'm trying to think if I've ever given somebody. I gave one of my f- like my close friends, my friend Dan. I gave him a trail name when we were like kids, not kids, but we were in high school. Um, his mm-hmm. mom, his mom called him a goober when he was like packing his backpack. So I was like, all right, your channel name's Goobs. That's kind of lame. Some high school shit. Uh, I gave some people trail names that I didn't actually t- like tell them about. <laughs> like there's this one guy at the very beginning of the AT, me and my friend Mullet Mike. Oh, I give him it. I gave him that trail name actually. Now that I think about it, because I was okay. just calling him Mike, and then he kept talking about how he wanted a mullet. So I was like, fuck it. Like your mullet. I gave him. I gave that trail name to him before he even I got the mullet. I had one of those when I was a kid, man, <laughs> in high school. Oh yeah, a mullet. Yeah. A mullet. Yeah. Fuck yeah! But Fuck. I didn't even know they were called mullets until like there was that TV show. <laughs> so <laughs> my roommate actually just got a mullet the other day, not Flossie, uh, one of my other ones. Um, so I gave mullet Mike that one. I guess that was probably the the one that actually stuck. That's so funny. I I, I gave it to him before he even got the mullet. I'm pretty sure because he was just talking about it. I was like, "Your mullet, Mike." Um, that, I thought that one was kind of interesting too, because his like his actual names in it too. But, um, I gave mullet Mike and I gave this other guy that we were hiking with right at the very beginning of the trail, like the first week, maybe we weren't really hiking with him that much, but we were like, you know, just kind of leap, leapfrogging and, you know, chatting it up when we saw each other or whatever. And he didn't have a trail name either. And so, but he was from Charleston, West Virginia. And so we just started calling him West Virginia and then, Eventually, I think we got ahead of him, and then eventually we heard that like he got an actual trail name, but it still just it just felt wrong to me. I was like, nah, he's West Virginia. Like we should have we should have made that. As, I feel like he probably wouldn't have taken it, but mm-hmm. <laughs> if someone <laughs> someone named me after my state, I don't know. Maybe maybe I would take it. West Virginia is a nice state. I like West I like West Virginia. Um, and then there's I've definitely just given people like. Because you know, it's I guess it's more of a nickname at that point. It's not even a trail name. <laughs> Just right. Making fun yeah. of people, kind of. So I won't go there. <laughs> um, oh, geez. Well, Russell. Uh, now that we're like a couple minutes in here, more than a couple minutes in here, let's talk about some of the stuff you've done. Um, now we've kind of alluded to the PCT a little bit. Um, right. For those of for for those who might might not have heard the last episode. 100 episodes ago um or maybe for those that just need a refresher do you mind just like sharing some details about your pct hike real quick you know like 
when you did it, how long it took you, direction, anything else significant about your hike, uh, all that stuff? Okay, so I started May 4th in 2018 and uh, went northbound. Um, I, I grew up in Washington State, so it was like I was walking home, so that's the main reason I wanted to go northbound. Uh, I finished September 12th, so 132 days is what it took me. Um, yeah, I, I vlog daily on, on the hike, too, which I'm really, really happy I did. Yeah. Because I, I like, and my videos are pretty short, so I like just, uh, I've done it the last couple of years, and I'm, is just go back and watch the video so I can remember what mm -hmm. I was doing that day. I know. I so, wish I had filmed, if anything, just for that exact reason. Yeah. I mean, I was never in it for a big following, and I didn't have a big following. And um, But it's it was actually a really, really nice way for me to end the day because I, I basically would go through the videos I had each that I took that day and and edit the video, and um, that was like the last thing I did every day. Mm -hmm. So I got to review each day. I feel like, sorry to cut you off, but I feel like I, I'm like having flashbacks from our last conversation now, um, where maybe I asked you about like the hassle of filming, or excuse me, the hassle of editing at the end of every day. Did I ask you about that? I can't remember. I feel like I might have asked you about that. I don't know. I was <laughs> even thinking like today. It's like, should I have listened to that episode or not? <laughs> I don't want to listen to that episode. I, I I can't. I say this. Oh, there I go I think, again. Drink, but I say this all the time. Like I I can't stand those those early yeah. episodes. We we talked a lot about the PCT because you had a lot of questions about the PCT. Mm. So I know we talked a lot about that. I don't think we talked a lot about me doing the blog. I think it was mentioned, but that's about it. Mm. But yeah, I just thought it was a good way to end the day. So it was never a burden, and I never took a. I mean, my, my videos are pretty rough, so um, it was never a huge effort to do it. Um, and then it got real routine, um, you know, after a while. I'd always kind of do the same thing. But, yeah, so back to my high. I, it was 2018. There wasn't a lot of snow or anything. Actually, I had, a, I think, a pretty perfect hike. I don't think it could have been any better. Nice. I, uh... The weather was pretty good. There was only maybe a handful of days where it was raining. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it went really good. I got off trail for three days in Dunsmuir because I was having a shin splint. So I took three days, three zeros in a row. And then I I got off in, in Oregon, in northern Oregon, to go to my 40th high school reunion. So, um but yeah, the hike went really good. It was weird being away from my family that long. I bet. Um, and my wife and I just celebrated our 30th anniversary. So, um, you know, we were married 27 years at that point. And uh, yeah, so it was weird being away from her for that long and being away from my children. And um, my wife and daughter drove me out to the start and said goodbye there and in my first video she's like Phil we walk away and she goes see you in September <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of funny yeah um 
yeah, so I didn't see her until I got back home, um, which was, you know, mid-September. So, but yeah, things were perfect. Uh, going up on top of Summit at Whitney, and the weather was perfect that day. And um, it was real smoky through Oregon, so that was in Northern California, so that was the worst part of it. But but it sounds like um, it wasn't too bad, huh? Yeah, I got to go straight That's through. That's good. Didn't have to skip anything in particular. Um, I mean, we walk, I walked the whole way. There wasn't any places where I had to skip the trail because it was closed. And I know some people behind me were having that issue. Mm, I feel like it's pretty tough on the PCT. It in regards to that, yeah. In regards yeah, to that, yeah. Is. I remember one of our Patreon chats we had one time, you were mentioning how you were able to do the entire trail and how that is kind of, I don't want to say rare, but definitely not as easy to do on the PCT as it is on the AT just because of the fires and other West Coast stuff that will probably kill me when I try to do it. Um, yeah. Have you spent very much time going back and watching your videos? Because I, I, maybe I asked you this last time, but I feel like it was still pretty recently after you'd finished, so maybe you hadn't had a chance or had the desire to go back yet and watch what some of the videos you made. Um, but do you do that often? Do you reminisce on those often? Cause I really wish I had like videos of my hike like that beyond just a couple Instagram stories. Yeah. What I do is, so I haven't done it today, but oh, um, oh, I, I, I go and I watch this day. That's so cool. Video. Yes from that day in my hike so you get to literally relive like every day of your hike in yeah, real yeah almost in real time i guess that's so yeah cool. I, it's kind of getting to the point like oh god am i just reliving my glory days now you know <laughs> <laughs> come on it wasn't that long ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i need i need to get another hike in so i i don't know which one to watch so <laughs> like, yeah yeah one. right and then you can watch two a day um, oh, from no. two different, you can relive, <laughs> you can relive both hikes. Um, but I seem to recall you saying you're never going to do the AT or something like that, or maybe not that you're never going to do it, but that you don't really have much of a desire to do it. Is that is that true? No, it's actually. I feel like you said that one time in one of the Patreon calls. You know, when I was finishing up, so probably the last couple hundred miles in the PCT, I was enjoying the trail still, but it was, I was thinking about what I wanted to do when I was done. And so finishing the trail is kind of getting in the way to starting the next thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and also there was a lot of these, these uber long hikes trails are just very disruptive to life, right? Naturally, I mean, yeah. You're away from your family for four to six months, um, just away from other things so they're really disruptive so i didn't know if i wanted anything that disruptive again with an uber long hike now something like the pnt pacific northwest trail or the florida trail you know those are shorter they're like a couple month hike or something like that i don't know pnt's they're 1200 miles so they're probably like two and a half months but um yeah, so I was kind of thinking that, but now it's like, oh, I'd really like to do, do that. And <laughs> I'd really like to do the Continental Divide Trail, and I don't know 
And my wife said she might be up for doing like the AT, but I don't think she'd want to do that. CDT. Mm-hmm. It's a rough one from what it looks like. Yeah. I don't actually yeah. know, but <laughs> it looks rough. I've been watching IV Tats videos and uh, but, it yeah. looks rough. He seems to be in a better mood this time. So You think so? I haven't really watched... I've watched a little bit of his PCT ones. I haven't really watched any of his AT ones because that was back when I was on the AT. Yeah, but his PCT ones, he got in a bad mood. But I think you're watching him. You're watching him right now, though, with the CDT ones. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I mean, let's he's, go. <laughs> he's had some shin splint issues. Yeah, but, but his PCT, I think his ankle was just hurting him so bad. He was just kind of always in a bad mood. Now I haven't talked to him. Right, like, right. I right. don't know, that's but just, that's yeah. That was my impression. I mean, kudos for him for perseverance, for sure. Oh, but, yeah. Um, I mean, Christ, I, he's the kind of guy where you know, like, the only way he would stop hiking is if he literally could not physically hike. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of – I <laughs> I, I haven't really followed, a, like, a thru-hiking vlogger, like, in real time ever, honestly, until this year. I've been following Taylor – and then I've been following IBTATS CDT ones, and they've been really. I I think I mean of course I've had them on the show like a bunch of times, um, and stuff like that, and like you know like to think we're we're friendly with each other. So you know I've got like that bias obviously, but even if I did know them, like I really like IBTATS videos. They're very well made. They're super entertaining. I love the swearing and the goofiness and stuff like that. So yeah. I'm all about yeah, IBTAT's videos. And plus, he's, he's just a badass a hiker, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's just carrying a freaking drone, I think he said. Yeah, yeah. He's got, like, drone shots. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, he <laughs> that's is. That's next fun. level yeah. shit. <laughs> I wonder if yeah. he'll... I'm not, not trying to doubt him, but I wonder if he'll carry the drone the entire way. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, he, it looked like he was kind of having some trouble at first. Um because well, he's got the shin splint problems, the shin, but it, yeah, but it's also, yeah, he he just seems in a better mood, happier. I I don't know. See, I don't have that perspective because I haven't watched enough of the PCT ones to know. So that's good to yeah. hear, I guess. And maybe it was the latter half because it was. Yeah, I know his, his ankle is really bothering. Mm-hmm. Well, shit, so. it couldn't have been that bad if he's if he's still back out there. Um, maybe yeah. I'll have to go back and watch some of those PCT ones too. I'm gonna have to do that. Um. Can we talk about the Tahoe Rim Trail for a few minutes here, Russell? Yeah. yeah. So people probably know by now, um, it's been mentioned on the show before, drink, that, uh, yeah, Flossie and I want to do the Tahoe Rim Trail this year. Um, I should have, I should be able to get the time off. Flossie hopefully will get the time off. We're still, he's still working on it. Um, it might be a little bit more tricky for him, but he's still going to try to do it. Um, but I, I'm going to try to do it. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty committed. I haven't booked anything yet, yeah. but I probably should soon. Uh, I'm pretty committed. I'm sold on the idea anyway. So it's a great trail. So you've it hiked really it. Is. Yeah. So you've Russell's yeah. hiked it. Everybody. Uh, we're going to talk about yeah. that. Um, I guess just real, real quick, maybe just, just a couple sentences on what the trail is exactly. Can you just kind of explain just a refresher for those who might've forgotten or, or missed the other episodes where I talked about it? Sure. Yeah, it's a loop around Lake Tahoe. It's, uh, I think, 173 miles, Yeah, something like that. Yeah, 170. Um, and it, it's basically on the rim, so it goes through the mountains all the way around Lake Tahoe. So it's in Nevada and California. Um, and, yeah, it's. Uh, I started it Labor Day weekend. Um, I drove 
I think Friday out of my. I I mean it, I drove out there from Phoenix. I live in Phoenix, so um, I started hiking it. I think that's Labor Day weekend Saturday. I got there at the end of the day and I walked. A, I don't know, three miles onto the trail, so I wouldn't have to pay for a hotel or anything like that. And uh, I think I took like nine more days after that, three miles. So, mm-hmm. yeah, which is, I don't know, 18 miles a day. I do a lot of geocaching, so I found a lot of geocaching. Oh, way, which nice, slows, nice. Slows, you, slows you down a lot. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you look for a cache for 10 minutes, you've lost a half a mile of walking. So, um but, uh, yeah, so you could do it easily in 10 days, easy. So on, is on so the, the terrain isn't, like, too bad then, no? No, it's pretty um, – well, there's – you go get up. I think the highest is a little over 10,000 feet. Okay. Um, and it goes through the skiers. There's lots of ski areas around Lake Tahoe. Um, like Heavenly Valley and Squaw Valley. I don't remember the names of them. Mm. But you go th- past a couple of them. You don't go by Heavenly. That's a little... You do on the PCT, but that's just north of the um, Tahoe Rim Trail. Gotcha. So I think 50 miles of the Tahoe Rim Trail is shared with the PCT. Mm-hmm. So I... Normally, people tend to do the Tahoe Rim Trail clockwise, and I went counterclockwise. Ooh, okay. And I did that because that would make me go southbound on the PCT. And I was planning on, I was hoping to go north on the PCT, so I wanted a different view for that 50 miles. Yeah, interesting. Okay, I like that. I like that. Switch it up a little bit. Yeah, so I don't know. People say it's easier. I have no idea why it's easier. You start and finish in the same spot. So yeah, right. <laughs> I, I don't follow that. Um, the east side of the lake is drier. It's the Nevada side. It, yeah, so it's drier. So the water carriers are water carries are a little longer. Um, and when I went, it was like this, it was September, so it was pretty dusty and stuff. Mm-hmm. Real dusty trail. Um, it's shared with mountain bikes, at least the parts that aren't in wilderness areas. So there's areas with lots of um, mountain bikes, and there was some mountain bike event. So it's like the first real day I'm hiking, there's like a hundred mountain bikes going by, which doesn't bother me. I um I used to race bicycles forever, so. I, I don't care if people ride their bikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's something I'm not used to is seeing bikers on the trail. So that'll be yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, you're, you're a good person to ask this question to. Do you think? I mean, besides the fact that it is part of the PCT <laughs> for for part of it, do you think the Tahoe Rim Trail would be a good warm up for the PCT in terms, especially for someone who's never hiked in West Coast terrain before? Yeah, I think so. It's just really a good hike for people who want to start getting into long-distance hiking, maybe. Because it's not super long, right? It's it, You can do it, most people do it in two weeks or less, right? So mm-hmm. it's a good length. 
you have enough time to decide if you like being on the trail for more than a week. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you, can, you can do it in less than a week, but if you do it in less than a week, you probably already know you like hiking. Um, so, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think so. It's got a lot of the train. It's, um, it goes through basically the end of the Sierra for the PCT. And it's really gorgeous on, on the west side of the lake through like the desolation wilderness. It's it's like a high it's it's beautiful. You go by Aloha Lake or like Aloha, I don't know which, and Echo Lake and stuff and it, and it's just really beautiful. Um and yeah, I mean it's just got all that. Um and uh you got to pay attention to water on yeah, a lot of people cache water on the east side. Oh, really? You don't. A lot of people do. I didn't. I don't think you need to. But I live in Arizona, so <laughs> you're used to it. I'm I'm used to thinking about water. I mean, you got you just got to think about how far you need to go to get to the next water. Right. And I'm not, definitely going to be not worry about, about hiking a mile off the trail to get water. Like people. Tend to cash water at a place called Spooner Summit or something like that. But there's Spooner Lake and it's like three fourths of a mile, so you need to walk down to the lake and get water. But people say, oh, it's an icky lake and stuff, but it's like, I don't know, it's water. So. Interesting. Um, yeah. But, and then there, there, it was a little harder. There's this campground, Marlet. A lake, I think, and there was a, a a pump, so a hand pump where you could get water, um, like a well with mm-hmm. a hand pump. And I know that was broken for a couple of years, and it's fixed now. Hopefully. So, well, I know it was fixed, but yeah, hopefully it stays fixed. Um, so. But I mean, there's never any super long carries. I think <laughs> for maybe. for your standard, for your standards, maybe. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's not like you got water every mile. You might have water every 15 miles or something like that. That's pretty so. long. I don't know. That's pretty long. I've very rarely, if ever, actually, for that matter, gone 15 miles without a water source. But I know, I know, it's just part of how it is out there. Um, how about camping? So one unique thing, I'm pretty sure I could, I'll get this right. Um, I don't know, maybe it's different. It was different in 2016, uh, but it seems like a lot of trails they say like, oh, you have to camp 200 feet or X amount of feet away from the trail. But on the Tahoe Rim Trail, isn't it like you can camp pretty much anywhere that's not marked as like no camping, as long as it's within like 200 or 300 feet of the trail? Is that correct? I just camp wherever. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's that's the way it is. Which I thought was kind of unique because that's something I hadn't really seen before on other trails. Yeah, it's kind of the opposite of what it usually is. I didn't ever worry about it. Um, it was easy to find places to camp throughout. Um, <laughs> I I will go off trail ways to find a place to camp. Um, I I know, like my last night on the TRT, I probably was a quarter mile off the trail because I went down this hill and it took me a while to find some level ground. And also it was really windy 
And so I wanted to get down to where it wasn't so windy. So I was in the trees, protected for the wind. Um, so I had a pretty good night. And then I remember the next day I saw somebody and they had a terrible night. Cause oh, they were on no, they get or something. And yeah. Ooh, shit. So, so I pay pretty close attention to how I set camp up. And I, I rarely ever camp where there's water. I usually always dry camp. Um, so when I was on the TRT, I think there was one night I camped where there was water nearby. Mm-hmm. And I actually camped in the same spot um, when I did the PCT. Oh, nice. And that, <laughs> was, that was by Dick's Lake. So, And Dick's Lake is, is below Dick's Pass, which is the other big pass in, on the TRT. So, How about... um. All right, so this is gonna. This might be kind of a dumb question, for, especially for people who have hiked out west before. But uh, 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 here on the East Coast, it's pretty rare—not not impossible, but pretty rare—that you get a campsite that has like a view, like a nice view, you know, like a nice overlook where you can see like far off into the distance. Um, were you able to have campsites on the Tahoe Rim Trail? Because I've never been there before. I've never been to California or Nevada, for that matter. Actually, I went to Nevada when I was a kid, but not not that area. Anyways, um, is it do you do you get to like camp in a lot of places that have like nice views and stuff? Yeah, you can for sure. Um, is it, that common? Do people do that, or is there something I'm over? I think a lot here? of people do, and and I like I say, I might avoid that because of if it's on a ridge and might get windy, then you mm-hmm. might get a trailline like microburst or something like that. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I know I did one night for sure. I had a pretty nice view. Um, I think it was my second night, third, third night. So, um, and it was above Mount Rose Trailhead. And it wasn't very far up. So there's this campground, and you can pay to stay at the campground. And I wasn't having anything to do with that but i got water there and then i walked up a mile up this hill mm-hmm. and camped up top and there was some places to camp and um that was actually on gut hook and it said there was places to camp there they had a gut said, hook for it all the way back in 2016 yeah yeah and and yeah that was funny because i think it said there was like play, enough room for two places and there was enough room for lots more um, I mean, it was a big area. And so that had really good views of, of Lake Tahoe and maybe even out towards Reno or Nevada City, maybe Nevada City. So Nice. Yeah. Nice. So they're out there. Um, I never try for that. I just, I tend to just walk until it's time to get it dark and then look for a place to camp yeah so that's just interesting because i feel like that's harder to do like on the at for instance not impossible but a lot of the time like you have like if if you just (laughs) if you just walk until like you decide you want to stop and then you start looking for a spot you might be looking for a while still so i feel like maybe maybe i'm wrong because again i haven't hiked out west but Maybe it, I just feel like a lot of the time you kind of have to plan it out a little bit more. Like the 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 concept of just not knowing where I'm going to camp 
as I start my day's hike, that kind of stresses me out a little bit. Maybe that's something I'll have to get used to on the PCT. Um, it does sound a little bit freeing, I guess you could say. I don't know. I, I know on the PCT I would like look at gut hook in the morning and say, okay, how far is 25 miles? What's there? So I'm looking, well, what's around 25 miles? Oh, it looks like I need to go 27 miles to get to a place that looks kind of level and where there's a reasonable place to probably camp. I mean, just looking at the top of the map and yeah. stuff. Um, so I kind of, okay, I got to shoot for this kind of mileage. So, I mean, there was that level of planning. It's like, okay, if, if like 25 to 30 miles is on the side of this ridge, you know, and, and there's no way you're going to be able to camp because you're on the side of a hill. It's like, okay, well, I know I'm not going to go up there at 8 o'clock at night yeah. because I won't be able to find a place to camp until 11 or something like that. So, I mean, there's that sort of planning, but basically not I'm going to camp at mile, you know, 1876 you know, that doesn't happen yeah yeah um and i i'll also look okay this part of the trail is on the side of a hill but if i go up the trail at this point and i can probably get like a tenth of a mile to a couple tenths of a mile off it's level up there so mm -hmm. maybe i'll go up there and look for a place to camp and i, I did gotcha. that quite a bit and then you get in some places and i think well if something happens to me, nobody will ever, ever find me. <laughs> <laughs> That's no good. Uh, do you have yeah. any, any general or specific, I guess, words of wisdom for, for me specifically when I, for the TRT, for the, for the TRT. Yeah. Okay. Anything at all, any places, any recommendations about anything, any, okay. anything like that? Yeah. I started, um, off of oh what is it called it just trailhead off of south lake tahoe mm -hmm. and um shoot i'm sorry i can't remember the name of it um but it's something north i think or maybe south but it's like in a parking lot for a ski area and there's a ski lift right where i park so there's good parking there though you probably won't do that um and i basically recently there's Tahoe City, which is on the other side, north side of the lake. Yeah. And you just walk into Tahoe City. So it's, I just resupplied the one place. Um, so, so basically, walk into Tahoe City, I sent a box, so I didn't have to go shop or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, resupplied there. And so it's just the one resupply for the whole hike. So that's a big thing. I, I think some people try to make it so they resupply three times or something, and to me that would be a So they'll start, say, at Echo Lake or something like that, which makes it where you're kind of too close to to um, Tahoe City or South Lake Tahoe to resupply, but you're too far to go to, you know, three-fourths of the way around the lake. So. Yeah. So I would start at either Tahoe City, which you'd probably fly in from Reno's. Yeah. Actually, I think the probably. the way you get there, you probably it's probably the same to go to either Tahoe City or or South Lake Tahoe. Um, it's just a highway you take. So I don't know if it's much different. So 
I'd start at one or the other of those two, and then you only have to deal with one resupply. Yeah, that would be nice. And it's probably easier to resupply in Tahoe City because it's a smaller place. It's not spread out as much. It's closer to the trail. So if you just wanted to walk into Tahoe City, that's easier. It's not easy to walk into South Lake Tahoe. You could probably get buses or an Uber or something like yeah. that, but um, it's probably more of an effort to resupply in South Lake Tahoe. Here's a question for you. I've heard mixed answers on this. I feel like I – yeah. Um, bear canisters. Did you bring a bear canister? No. Uh-uh. Because I feel They're like not, I heard somewhere that's that they said you had to, but then I'm hearing people say they didn't, so, <laughs> so I don't know. At, at this point in time, you don't need to re- carry a bear canister um, in on the Tahoe Rim Trail. It, I guess there's been bear issues mm-hmm. in, in the Desolation Wilderness, mostly, I think, by Lake Aloha. Um, but I don't. I just sleep with my food, so I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> Bold move, admitting that to the internet. <laughs> well, I cowboy camp. I cowboy camp, and I sleep with my food. In general, the only time I don't is if there's a lot of mice. So I'll just hang it in a bush so it's off the ground, so the mice can't get to it. But if a bear bear's gonna see see me, <laughs> and they'll 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 run away. They're not going to come next to me to get my food. Hopefully. If I'm in a tent, it's a different thing, but I'm cowboy camping. Just, yeah. I, I put my tarp up once on the TRT. Oh, wow. Was, Maybe I'll have to try some cowboy camping then. Shit. Yeah. We'll see. I, I mean, you don't have to worry about ticks, really. That's nice. I mean, I don't think I'd ever want to cowboy camp um, yeah. Over in your part of the country. It's probably too it's wet a lot of the time, too, honestly. That's um, what scares me about the East Coast is, like, ticks and the weather. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's see. Um, we got a few minutes here. How about we just brief? I want to I hear you briefly talk about this Black, <clears throat> excuse me, Black Canyon Trail, because I think I mentioned that on the, the last Baker episode or something. Was that is that what is that what it was or was it on one of the yes. live streams? I can't remember. I think it was. Well, on the... I, I I mentioned it on one of our um, the Patreon, Patreon calls, talks, yeah. And then you mentioned it, yeah, with Baker. Okay, it was with and, Baker. Is what uh, I was thinking of. Yeah. So, what is the Black Canyon Trail? So it's a national recreation trail. Um, it basically follows the Black Canyon Trail. Originally, was like used by sheep herders taking their sheep up north or back south um, in Arizona. So like uh, from the lower elevations up to Flagstaff for the sp- in the spring or mm-hmm. summer. And I think it might have been, some of it was a stagecoach route. So you, there's a place on it where you can actually see the ruts in the road from the stagecoach wheels. Interesting. Um but um, not as much anymore. It's kind of gotten broken down. And uh, so that's the big thing. And, and I think um, Native Americans used, used it too back in, in their day. So uh, it's, a lot of it's been around for a long time, um, and the corridor at any rate. And it, it's basically about 75 miles long. 
there's three loops in it, so you can add a little more miles. Each loop's like about three miles, and I think the newest loop in the northernmost part of it is maybe ten miles. Okay. So I was going to yo-yo it a few years ago, and I just wasn't in the right headspace, so I got off the trail after a couple days. Um, but um, when I yo-yo it, I'll take like one side of a loop on the way out and the other side on the way down. And I, um, so it's about 75 miles long. If you did an out and back with the different parts of the loop, it'd probably be, you know, 75 miles and 85 miles or something. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it basically goes, it's starts just on the north end of Phoenix and goes up uh, kind of north and follows the I-17, Interstate 17 corridor. Okay. Um, so it's pretty easy to hop on and off the trail. I've through-hiked it twice, and um, I went to Yo-Yo at the one time and got off trail, and then... I I also <laughs> I have the fastest known time on the trail, but it's not fast by any means. Um, <laughs> then what? Then what was it? <laughs> it was like two a little over two days and seven hours and something something like that. I mean, I did like thirty miles the first day, twenty nine miles the second day, and finished up the next day. So, but nobody's done the whole trail. I mean, they have a foot race on it, but it doesn't cover the whole trail. And, uh, you know, okay. I mean, it's something anybody could do. I did that just to kind of get some uh, exposure about the trail. So I did that so I could put it on the FKT website. Nice. nice. But, but yeah, it's not fast. Anybody could go, most anybody could go Has faster, someone break, broken it since? I don't think anybody's even tried. Uh, what? You, 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 that's pretty cool, dude. You, <laughs> shit, so, well, maybe somebody will now. Maybe, maybe. So, um, but yeah, so when I do it, I'll use, I can hike from the start of it all the way to my house, and I just have a little bit of roads, like for a mile. Oh, um, nice. That's so cool. Yeah. So when the trail ends, then it's like eight miles from the end of the trail to my house, and most of all that's in dirt, on dirt. Um, and then I just get in the, a part north of me that I hike on all the time mm. and, and do that and go. So, but basically I'll just go and stash some water on the way out and have like my daughter or son drive me out there. And, um, so I'll stash water on the way and they'll drop me off and then I walk home. Nice. And, <laughs> yeah. That's the way to do it. Uh, well, you're, yeah. Well, you're pretty lucky to have that in your backyard then, as is anybody who lives close to a trail like that, myself included. Yeah. It's a good here. trail. It'd be really good for winter hiking. I mean, the first time I did it um, through hike, we, we did it over like New Year's Eve. So um, we started like December 30th and, and finished up, I think, January 1st. Mm-hmm. So. Nice. It, it's yeah. There's some natural water sources, so you got to hike like 23 miles between water sources. So you start out 
in the north end and there's uh, some water, there's basically a, a cattle tank, well, a trough that's, there's a big tank and a well and it's a windmill, so it fills that up and you can get water there like right near the start. And then I think 23 miles later, you get to another windmill and place um, where you can get water and then another I usually camp 23 miles farther but you can get water a couple miles before that because you goes it follows what's called the um, Agua Fria River and you cross the river a few times where you can get water mm-hmm. also and um, and then I stash water at this other campground um, which is like 20, so it's like 23 miles and 23 miles and 23 miles and then home. <laughs> so Yeah, nice. Well, uh, well, Russell, we're getting towards the end here. Um, okay. I'm going to make you tell another story, though. I, I don't always make the, the repeat guests tell stories, but I'm going to make you tell a story. I made Frozen uh, tell okay. a repeat story, so I'm going to make you do it, too. Or, or, excuse me, I made Frozen a repeat guest tell another story so yeah <laughs> okay uh, uh, you don't have to tell the same story a uh, different story would be great and it sounds like you have one from a long 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 time ago that involves a bear, yeah. yeah yeah so this is i was probably like 16 so this was in boy scouts i went on a 50 mile hike with a friend of mine's boy scout troop into the olympics up in washington so it was in olympic national park mm-hmm and um, we, so one day we hike and we camped kind of below this cliff and there's a bunch of scurry at the bottom of the cliff and stuff. And we were running around on that. And the next day we hiked about 10 miles and we went around and we camped by this lake. I think it was called Lacrosse Lake. I'm not sure. And we got done pretty early. So we were done hiking maybe by 11 or something like that. So we had all day, and it was warm, and there was all these flies. I just remember sitting on our our um, foam pads, and I had a, a little, like, hand towel, and I just remember taking the towel over my back and then down and whacking the flies on my left leg and then over my other shoulder and then down and whacking the flies on my other leg. And they were the slowest flies in the world. So we basically had these piles of dead flies <laughs> besides us. At any rate, we got tired of doing that. So we decided to go hike up this hill. So Lacrosse Lake was at the bottom of this big bowl. Okay. So it's this huge bowl. So we decided to go up, hike up to the rim of the bowl and see what was on the other side. And while we're hiking up this bowl, there was like a, a river or creek flowing down down it. Or maybe there wasn't, I don't know if there was water in it or not. But anyway, there's like a, a creek. And on the other side of the creek, there was a couple bears Ooh. walking up to and so we're walking up, and then there's these bears walking up. And we get – but they were a few hundred yards away. We weren't too worried about them. We got to the top, and so Washington's pretty green. There's lots of grass and stuff like that. 
and we get up on the rim, and the first thing we did was look at down the other side, which was interesting because that was right where we camped the night before. Yeah. So we were only like a half a mile from where we camped the night before, but we had to hike like eight or ten miles to get where we were just to go, go around this this cliff face thing. But the really eerie, it was really eerie and spooky was there was these trees and there's no grass whatsoever at the base of the trees and the trees are all scraped and there's bear hair all in the trees. So the bears are just living there so much so that there's, you know, no grass on the ground or anything. And, And we were just like, this is not a good place to be. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah, so we um, we didn't stay up there too long. We went back down. And, um, yeah, so then we basically hung out, and I think a ranger came by, and he told us there was a bear wire, so we had a place to hang our food. <laughs> and we just watched the bears the rest of the day going oh, damn. along that thing. So there was tons of bears there. And, uh, yeah, but it was just so eerie being where you know they're living it sounds not like where yeah. they're, not where they're walking past but where they're living so well you were probably yeah. like pretty pretty okay with bears after that experience then <laughs> you're like it can't be like quite as eerie <laughs> after that so. i've never really seen them like that since i've seen a bear hiking in arizona um a couple times, and then I saw one on the PCT, but really it's just seeing their ass end as they run away. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. You made it out. I'm glad. Um, yeah. Russell, <laughs> dude, thank you for doing this again. Thank you for all the support uh, over the past few years, which is crazy to say, honestly. Um, yeah, dude, I just I appreciate you coming on here. Uh, so, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's been really enjoyable. So it's it's fun to talk trail. I don't get to do that <laughs> as often as I'd like anymore. Yeah. Um, do you want to plug anything, like any social media or your vlog or anything like that? Yeah, I'm not doing much on them. Um, lately, I, I think my last video I did was uh, a couple years ago, a year and a half ago. Um, but, um, yeah, my... YouTube is Russell in the bush. Russell and, in the bush. <laughs> yeah. And probably the best way is to search PCT 2018 Russell <laughs> to find it. Cause I don't know. There's probably a whole bunch of Russell in the bushes. And then my Instagram, which I've been mostly riding motorcycles lately. So, um, there's not a whole lot of hiking on there kind of back and forth. Um, but it's my last name first initial last name so it's r corfman c-o-r-f-m-a-n so nice everybody go follow him go watch some of his his videos and uh that's gonna do it thank you russell thank you to everybody listening and have a good one hike on man hike on i like it dude